All right, so we're rolling. Hey guys, welcome to our very first podcast called B2B, which stands for Back to Business, where we'll discuss about a whole lot of things ranging from business talks, latest digital marketing trends, personal experiences, and a few tips and tricks that we have as a digital marketing agency that we want to share with you guys. So before we talk about our topic for the day, I would like to briefly introduce you to the cast and crew of Herbet. So let me introduce you to our CEO, Saravanan Sahadevan, which we all call Saran. So, Saran, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Shaz. Thanks for having us. About myself, <laughs> I'm nothing much simple guy running an agency. What else you expect? <laughs> okay, great. Great, great uh, brief info for you. Uh, then we have the creative director and partner of Herbet, Ame. All right, Ame, the floor is yours. So, what do you want to tell us about yourself? Hi, guys. I'm 26 years old. I cannot whistle. I have... Uh, Interest for uh, good visuals and fun people to work with. That's all I need to know. So from our CEO to creative director, we now have our one and only content designer, Akmal. So Akmal, how do you feel about this first podcast of ours? Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to get this started because to be honest, this is my first podcast and I think it's the first podcast for our team as well. And really excited to see how it goes for our future content because we're looking on diversifying our content. Alright, and last but not least, you have me. I'm Shazmin, a Herbet's copywriter, and I'll be the host for today's podcast. <laughs> so today's topic is about remote working. Before we dive deep into this conversation, whenever anyone says remote working, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Work from home, having a cup of coffee in my hand, watching the sunrise. It's it's all glam and you know, enjoyment, right? But in reality. I think we're all just sitting in front of a blank screen trying to figure out how to finish work that we have not done the last night. Yes, yes. that's very true. I think for me, remote working is more of lifestyle, a culture. Mm-hmm. So instead of you being a, in a rigid, a structured environment like the office, you're working flexible. It's either you're working at the home or even you're working at the cafe. Yeah, that's for me, it's remote working. Remote working is a solution to a long existing problem which is the 9 to 5 work model, traffic jams, unnecessary meetings. That's how I look at uh, remote working. Also, like Akman said, it's a lifestyle. Uh, if you don't have the right mindset for it, it's really hard to keep yourself like focused on doing it. So when we talk about uh, remote working, like you said, it's a lifestyle. So what do you guys think when it comes to a lifestyle? What's the remote working culture for businesses in 2020? Mostly everyone is incorporating this as an exercise that Usually, we wouldn't have this opportunity where we would we would remote working. We would do remote working, but now we have this opportunity. Yeah. I, I honestly think that it's it's the way forward for a lot of um, reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one being that this may put a way forward on globalization of, of teams. Number one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are now able to have teams from all over the world, not just from your you know wherever you're operating or whatnot. But if you are in a remote working environment, this allows you to hire people from, from various regions, various countries and stuff. I think that's the major benefit that we're going to see in the long run. Secondly is I think you're also going to get more productive. There are some pros and cons. Some people can't adjust to the remote culture just yet. But I think mm-hmm. that it's something that is to stay for a lot of companies. And there are a lot of uh, big companies, uh, for instance, uh, uh, the startup world, or rather it's not a startup anymore, like Twitter. They, mm-hmm. they, they've 
gone globally on making this a permanent feature. So when big companies are such as making such a move, there must be some positive thing to it. Yeah. Right. Of course, on the cost side, it is going to save a lot of costs for the companies. You don't have to have. Uh, Fancy catering. You don't have to have mm-hmm. fancy equipments, offices with all the facilities and stuff, right? So you mm-hmm. get to save all those things. From management perspective, that's that's a, that's a cost saver. But I think beyond a cost saver, that that cost is going to keep mm-hmm. a lot of people in jobs. You get what I mean? Yeah. By saving that cost, you're going to keep get more people are going to be hired and more people yeah. are going to get jobs. Generally, is also a good thing because. I think the whole office perks thing has blown out of proportion. Uh, people are looking at that more rather than the the value of the job, or you know, and things like that. So this may reset some of the little little problems that the industry faces. What about your thoughts, Akma? Only more working. I do agree with everything that Saran has said. Yes. So Saran mentioned about Twitter going uh, remote working globally. Like he said, when a big company, a massive company like Twitter, going for that new culture, new normal in the organization, they must have been doing research about it. Like know the pros and cons. Like know five years time, ten years time going forward, how the remote working will affect them. Mm-hmm. So in a way, we can see that as a model. We can see that as a like an example for us to follow. To implement that in our organization, that culture, that new normal remote working work culture, because I believe the technology will keep advancing, will keep develop, especially during this pandemic where remote working is not an option anymore. It's more of a, like a solution, like I may have said before. Uh, we have to evolve. We have we have to change our style, our lifestyle, our culture to adapt to the current normal, and that's the only way that that we are going to go forward. When we talk about business culture. There were a lot of pros, and there's a lot of uh, things that we need to adapt to, which is normal because it's something new. I wanted to emphasize more on what Saren had mentioned earlier, where he said there are pros and cons when it comes to remote working. So here at Herbet, we practice remote working 100%. So we are using these tools to rely on our communication and how we engage with one another. Based on the tools that we use, what do you guys think are the pros and cons? Maybe we can start with Zoom. Mm-hmm. We are actually using to record this podcast, and I believe Zoom is the best for me. Life for... savior. Yes, <laughs> life savior. Precisely. That that should be their tagline. Yeah, <laughs> now they should change their tagline. So yeah, Zoom have been the team's uh, one tool to communicate, to have a group meeting and everything, even with the client as well. Yeah, I just want to touch about the client thing. I mean, it's such a savior, especially this pandemic time. You get to actually do deals. You get actually to like keep in touch with the clients, finding new perspectives. There's so many things that is going on with Zoom that I think like it's hands down the the most important tool in remote working today. Um, of course, there is like this newer kids in the block. Microsoft Teams. Anybody fan of Microsoft Teams? Google Meet. Uh, yeah, Google, Google Meet. Meet. Yeah, we actually, we were actually on that right for for a bit. And then we gave in to. <laughs> yeah, this like this somehow after like uh, maybe uh, during especially during the start of the pandemic, it mm-hmm. was fine before that. Actually, you know everything was fine. I think when the load just picked up just like that, their servers just couldn't handle it or what. Everything started being pixelated. You know, I started seeing your faces uh, like in pixels. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? And then when you switch to Zoom, it's like real time. I see your emotions. Yeah. I see you. I see you moving. I see you. So it, it feels like hey, I'm normal in a you know like a laggy environment, which makes me feel depressing. Like I'm not seeing the real person. But now with Zoom, I get to see the real person, and it's real time. So I think 
the most important tool, whether regardless of tools, the most important thing is that you need to see the person in real time. If the internet quality sucks, it's going to affect your productivity in some way. So ever since I we switched to Zoom, I think we our productivity was like we made we made this more frequent. A lot of things happened for the good. So yeah, real time is very important. Yeah, and also like we get to see each other virtually as opposed to like just uh, listening to an audio of us talking. I mean, that would be great that we do that over WhatsApp, which is like pretty quick. We want we want it to be like really quick. We just do it over WhatsApp audio. A lot, a lot of uh, companies, I guess, would not practice WhatsApp call. I guess most yeah. of them, if, especially like the big boys, is like very mm-hmm. much hands-on meetings, video calls, and stuff. But actually, if the subject matter can be resolved in a couple of chats or a couple of quick audio conversation, then go for it because it's time saver. We've mm-hmm. literally seen that it really saves your time from countless meetings doing on Zoom. Because it's like a rabbit hole. Once you get on Zoom, you get onto another topic. You get onto another topic. You get onto another topic. It just goes on. End up, you're already like speaking for like two hours. What's supposed to be a one-hour meeting, it tends to get out of control. So, a lot of tools that we use. What are your personal favorites? What are you guys' personal favorites? Like, for example, we have Miro. We have Roadmap. I don't think a lot of people know about it. So, do you mind explaining about it a little bit more, Amir? Since you are more uh, technical on that side, I can easily say that without Miro. Our remote working processes wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. Everyone can talk uh, each other online, Zoom, and whatnot. But there's no can't really bring your whiteboard home until you found Miro. It's really a good collaborative hub, not just in practice. But... It's a first world problem. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's literally it. Best part is you can even put your clients there. I li- I really like the the timer feature because I see us also like I read it online like on LinkedIn news and everything like how they say that sometimes meetings can drag a bit. It's not a productive one, so the the, the meeting will be dragging and you you start like Saren said before you start talking about other stuff and then about it's it's not related to the thing that you uh, to do for the day. So with Miro you get to set the timer. So when we have our brainstorming session, when we have our meeting or even presentation, we can set the timer for three minutes, two minutes, and then we get that done in that time frame. Uh, to be fair for all of you out there, please use Miro. This is not a sponsored podcast, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good practice. A very good. Wouldn't we love that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Miro team, if you are listening to this, yeah, hit up, hit us up. <laughs> have a Miro a try for your team, for your businesses, for your meeting, whoever does so uh, practice remote working. All right, uh, so we've covered all the topics that we've. Um, I mean, we've covered all the channels that we've used when it comes to engaging with one another and constantly communicating. Now, as great as how remote working is, so far it's been great about how remote working has been for us. We can't deny the fact that the office is a place where we usually socialize. You know, when, you know, we have in-between desk breaks, where we would head on over to a colleague's desk to have a quick chat. So how do we incorporate that, the human connection? How do we get that when we're constantly on remote working? Gossip. On, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we continue talking about those gossips on our free time? <laughs> how do we have that water cooler chat? Uh, Yes. <laughs> you don't have a water cooler, so. <laughs> There's like a suggestion online that says before you start a a meeting, have that mm-hmm. water cooler chat for 10 minutes before you get into the real topic. That mm-hmm. really sets the tone that you are not not uh, that you're humans. 
don't forget mm. who you are and your relationship with one another. Oftentimes, remote workings when you start, it's just head on, straight on. Okay, what's the topic, guys? So straight away, just moving to the topic. Mm-hmm. But I think you should take about 10 minutes to like catch up on one another. Uh, what's up? You know, who's doing what? So I think it's very important because otherwise, it's like we're living in some silo and we need to get out of that. So I think that water cooler tip should be used at the moment. And definitely coming back to the topic, yes, I do miss some interactions. Whatever the lunches. Guys. The lunches. The lunches. We do have them from time to time. Yeah. So what we do at Herbat is, for all the listeners out there, uh, we have this uh, mandatory, as you can say, every Friday for every week, where we uh, gather, have a meetup somewhere, and have a lunch, talk about unrelated work stuff. So it's not... It's not necessarily we talk about work, but we do uh, incorporate that incorporate work stuff a little bit. But yeah, at the end of the day, for the for Friday, we usually catch up on stuff outside work. So that's a good practice, I think, for us here at the Herbet. It's great that we can we are fortunate to do such things. But uh, what what's your thoughts if like you have a long distance team, say like somebody is working in another state or mm-hmm. another country, perhaps cross border employees? How would you incorporate this so-called team lunch with remote workers? Oh, this reminds me of the time that you sent us free food over Grab. That could happen. Like if that person's, you know, that, live in a different that state. That could happen if you're in the same country. If in another country, I'll have to figure out how to get Grab working in another country. They'll be a little bit difficult. I guess we, um, if we were to say that I live in a different country, you live in a different country. I feel like the best way to do it is over a virtual meetup. We can't really have human connection since, you know, the distance that we have between each other. Uh, virtual meetup and make it a more into a relaxing sort of thing. We don't talk about work. We make it like a team a uh, virtual meetup. Maybe this time we we have like this uh, global. I mean, like um, Harry Potter theme. If you're into Harry Potter or whatever fun facts that you want to share over it, that could be fun. Make it something fun. That's true. I I think the the way forward is like if you were to hire from a different countries, mm-hmm. um, it's good that you hire more than one from the same country, so that they could have the individual meetups on the same Friday. So when the whole team could meet up, like Team A, Team B, Team C. Meet up yes. and then after that they could like post like photos or interact with each other. Have like in a group or you know like a group chat. Like hey, we are here. We're having this 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 uh, time of our life, and whatnot. And um, I think that's important. Socializing, socialization, um, real in real time, mm-hmm. as in, like physically, is important still because um, otherwise you lose a bit of the human. Um, the human side of us. We are social beings, no matter what. Right? Yes. Yes. Yep. You know, so I think that lunches have really made a lot of difference for us. So, uh, Jasmine. Yes. Meetings and lunch is good. What else do you think mm-hmm. that is good for that human interaction? Yeah. I feel like another set of things. If it doesn't, that doesn't involve us meeting each other in face to face. I feel like maybe. Um, a sign of appreciation would be nice. Like, for example, if you know uh, anyone in your team who works super hard and then you send over gifts and then we could, like, together uh, do an unboxing virtually. It would also be nice just to see, like, what each uh, individual participant or employee got as a sign of appreciation. That also gives a value towards your employees. I feel like that's also great to sort of uh, retain human connection in a team. What do you guys think? Nice. I like yeah. it. 
it's like perks. So you can, it's, it's, it's like instead of compensating for the, the lack of meetings. I like it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I think that's a good way of looking at it. Like one way of we can do to get that human connection. And do you guys know that recently Facebook has released the co-watching feature for their Facebook watch where they can using messenger rooms or video call to watch together like a watch parties, like watch videos Ooh. and stuff. Yeah, it's a long stretch but maybe some company mm-hmm. or maybe us, we can like get around one day uh, in the sense of we are currently remote working. So we just get into the messenger room and have a watch party watching something. <laughs> That's nice. So is it yeah. the person so who's the video. host who uh, can uh, take control of what movies? Yeah, I have, I have no idea. I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't done that much research yet but I just got the update that a news update from Facebook that they released something called it's, they didn't That's call it anything. Yeah, they have a co-watching feature. I, I thought it was just a, like a um, just a what video calling feature. Mm. But did you guys know? Watch, watch thing. But, then but you did you guys to, know? You have to have Facebook watch. So that's a different thing lah. So it's not in Facebook, but yeah. But we can do the same thing over Zoom though. I mean, that's what my friend has been doing during uh, MCO. Like watching Netflix. Yeah, together over Zoom. Yeah. So it's yeah. screen sharing. So, so, so yeah, so basically it's the same thing. But mm-hmm. it's a one way of uh, getting that human connection like in, uh, in the sense of... But when you do that, you don't get the audio, right? And yeah. you screen share on Zoom. Um... I haven't experienced it my on my own, but apparently you can still listen to the audio because they have no problem in watching it. However, you can't access Netflix though. You got to find another website to watch a movie. Yeah, so Ame, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> so how's everything on your end? What do you think uh, is the best way to sort of have that human connection when we're remote working? Well, before this, okay, so my point is not to treat your, not to separate your work and life too much. Uh, as in, I mean, through your co-workers, you have to include them in your life somehow. I always check up on them. Dulu, eh, what really helped me was, uh, after work, you would have like, mama or just go to like, drink somewhere before you go home. And it's like those small, small rewards at the end of the day. And then after that, when you get back to the office, you don't have to talk. I'm with you. That's what to do. But yeah, it's being comfortable with Somehow integrating your work and your life, you best know your boundaries. I think also as the team grows, right, it's important for employees themselves, right? It can't come from the management side, but the employees themselves that they would like to work together in a certain place. Like let's yeah. go to Starbucks and work. Maybe a three or four employees get together and they say, okay, let's go to Starbucks and work today. Because I've seen other companies, the staffs, they do that themselves. Those who want to like work together for that mm-hmm. particular day, they choose a particular day and then they just, just meet and work together the same place to get that feeling of working together. So that is another thing that can be incorporated as well. To me, I, the, uh, remote working is new. So I'm still struggling when it comes down to having boundaries between work and just taking, a, taking time for yourself. So how do you guys manage that? What, what would your advice be when it comes to setting boundaries when you're remote working? Because oftentimes, the lines are blurred. Like, you don't know that's when. True. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It, it happens all the time to me. And I think number one is that you need to... We are living in a world that is very much different from the norms, right? Mm-hmm. Just like what we thought, nine to five is just work. I think the new model will be of there is no nine to five. Right. But you got to find your own nine to five. Meaning to say your eight or nine hours that you need to put in, you've got to split it throughout the day. And you could have 
your midpoints of personal life in between those the spread of hours. So it's not necessarily one stretch of nine hours. It could be a stretch of like you do it in buckets, like two hours, and then you take a break of one hour, then you do three hours, and you take a break of one hour, then you have four hours, and then you take the end. Obviously, at the end of the day, you take the longest break, right? You got to sleep, mm-hmm. you got to you got to socialize a bit and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that is important. So probably you should find ways like if there's no clashing meetings or whatnot for the particular day, get out, get out, get out of your seat, mm-hmm. get to the supermarket, go for your grocery shopping, you know, um, get to the cafe, get a grab, a, get a grab a coffee, come back home, and then continue your work. Nobody's going to say anything if you don't have a scheduled meeting. Then there's no reason for you to to not experiment your time. You're right. Yes, of course, some employees may abuse it when you give that sort of freedom. And there's no like baby watch. People go around and probably don't return back to work. But I think it's 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 something that you need to embrace, and it's a culture change. There will be management overlooking this issue, this abuse as well. But I generally, honestly, think that it should be a culture of where we work, so that we don't burn out. Because work is so demanding these days. It's like there's there's it's not enough. Because especially in the in the client services, yeah, clients need help all around the clock so in order for us to stretch that capabilities is that we need to change the way we work you get what i mean yeah, yeah. what you think what you guys think this is my opinion and it's pretty much the way we do it at her bed right yeah so when it comes yeah. to client services yeah. you, you got that right sorry because we have to work depending on the client because i know for a fact that we cater to clients overseas so it's, it's a different time okay. zone sometimes they wake up at 4 p.m our time which is almost the end of our nine to five Uh, per se, mm-hmm. if we're working for for nine to five, but yeah, we have to adjust to adapt ourselves to the client in a way that put ourselves first. So, like Saran said, don't burn out yourself. Make sure your health is in check and have that break from time to time. I think I think at the end of the day, it all comes to us on how our, uh, we manage our remote working culture. For me personally, I think that make sure everything get done on time. That's it. So how you manage that? How you get your break? How do you uh, set the time for your breaks and everything? It's, it's all on you. You have to be smart about that. That's it. What do you think about it, Ami? Uh, yeah, we all have our nine to five, and each of us in this team we have our own like working hours to say. But it still works. Like it still manage to coexist with each other. Uh, everything's on time as long as you can communicate. Um, and then I think that in turn that will fix the whatever boundary problem you have because everyone knows how each other works. So before we wrap things up. Do you guys have you have any advice that you wanna give to our our listeners on the best remote working practice that they should start exercising on? Whether we like it or not, this pandemic is not shaping the way we think it is. It's it's blown out of proportions in many ways, and um, in order for it to get controlled, um, the timelines that we are hearing is is like in years, right? Yeah. Um, so in that. <clears throat> Time. I think we should not keep our hopes too high to like get back to the the old way of going of, of life, and we you have to embrace the new norms, literally new norms. And it's tough for many, mm-hmm. but I think in times like these, it's it's uncharted waters. We need to find a common ground and help each other out. So. For those who are feeling it tough, I think reach out to your teams, get the support that you need, and move on. So Akmal, Ami, do you guys have any advice that you want to share? Um, I just want to remind everyone 
that uh, in this remote working times just uh, take the opportunity to drink my water mm. true i think my tips oh, for you Yeah, that's very important. No, that's very important. It's simple. That's a, yeah, yeah. It's, that was the. I, the, I the personally most forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally forget to drink yeah. water sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Amir, that's experience. Pengsentitif dalam bilik. Amir, that's why you need Amir. Because he's yeah. been missing all the while, you know. So he's been drinking. He's been drinking water. Oh, you're refilling your bottle. Oh, water cooler. There's a water <laughs> cooler in this room. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, I think my tips for me: be disciplined in all sense. In working, in getting your breaks, in your time management, um, yeah, even in drinking. So don't forget to eat, don't forget to drink, don't forget to exercise, don't forget to sit up once in a while, stretch. That's important. That's very important. Your legs will die <laughs> if you don't get up once in a while. Keep your che- uh, health in check. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Yes. Yeah. I think for one of the things that um, if you can try to get a standing desk that you can mm. rotate from like positions to like you know from um, sitting to positions to straight up i i think we need to have this our personal health is very important yeah do not burn your personal health sake of of your work so you need to find a balance nobody's going to come and guide you on your personal health it's all on you yes. so make sure you make those little changes that helps your health all over the way Yeah, I also feel like uh, when we talk about health and mental health, I feel like it's also important for, to not only you have the discipline to take care of it, but also be um, brave to reach out to your teammates. They're there not only for work, but also to help you on other areas of your life. So, for example, if you're like struggling on certain areas, then you should always be able to have an ease to like reach out to your teammates. They would understand yes. and, you know, they could be a, of help. And don't forget to teach one another. Mm-hmm. With remote working, you actually have a lot of access personally to one-to-one. So if you need information, reach out to your teams and get the information that you need. And team members, on the other hand, should not be stingy on what they know as well. They should teach to others what they know and that creates a very positive environment for everybody to grow in. It's hard times for everybody. So yeah. the, the, the most that you could do is to make sure that everybody's personal development is ongoing. That keeps you busy. It keeps you motivated in a lot of ways. So I feel like we've come to an end of today's uh, very first podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to our conversation. I've gained an insight or two. Um, and we'll be seeing you guys or you'll be listening to us next week on our second episode. Yay. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Yes. And like so where can they find Instagram. us on socials, guys? You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, YouTube. So, so just search for We Are Her Bed. So it's that's we uh, W E A R E H E R B E T. We Are Her Bed. So it's all the same to all social platforms that we have from Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So if you guys are interested to know more about us, you can always head on to our website at weareherbed.com.